Greetings, everyone. Master Grogan here, ready to rock your world with another exciting Kickin' Life podcast. Hey, as you know, we talk about it a lot. Not if, but when the world kicks your butt. I'm here to motivate, inspire, and kick your butt back up. And that's the whole essence of the Kickin' Life podcast, to help you live your best kickin' life. So buckle up. Here we go. Kicking lifers out there, how we doing today? Hopefully you're having a fantastic day. We got another exciting episode coming at you today. And as I said last week and just about every other week, yes, I'm a little biased. I think every episode's exciting. But if I didn't think that, I wouldn't be giving you my very, very best. So what do we have in plan or in store for you today? Well, an excellent plan. As you know, if you've listened to the last couple podcasts, and if you haven't, make sure you go back and check those babies out and share them with others so we can keep, you know, making society a happier, healthier, and safer place to live. I just got back from the Zig Ziglar certification program, not only a Zig Legacy certified trainer, but also coach. And on the call today, we've got two other rock stars that are part of the Ziglar Legacy family, but they're kind of like almost like founding members of the coaching program. Yeah, and they are Mr. David Wright and his lovely wife, Mrs. You ready for this, folks? Kanye. Always right. There you go. There we go. <laughs> Guys, how we doing? Excellent. <laughs> Did you like that intro? I mean, I, I learned that from you, uh, Kanye. You, you're the one that told me that it's Mrs. Always Right. And uh, Mr. Right, you're humble enough to accept the fact that, yeah, she's right. Yeah. Only monikers do that. <laughs> Good stuff. That's why we have a great marriage. <laughs> So, so listeners out there, especially us males, uh, would you mind repeating that, sir? <laughs> yeah. That's why we have a great marriage. You always right. There we go. Humility and, and a lot of truthfulness there as well. Well, guys, uh, I, I'm still floating on cloud nine from uh, being out there. I know it's been a couple weeks, but uh, what a fantastic experience. And, and I am grateful beyond words to be a part of the, the Ziegler Legacy family. It's just Ah, I've been flying around here like a nut job telling everybody about it. And I've got new business cards made. I got the Ziggler seal, uh, legacy certified seal on everything I'm putting out there now. So bang, bang, boom, go into town here. And I know you guys go to a lot of those or your, most of those events. Is it, is it that powerful every single time? I mean, you've been to more than I have. You know, it is, um, that powerful I think every single time it, the group that comes together is always beyond the control of anybody you know here at corporate and, and we always wonder and, and is it going to come and how are they going to get along and it is amazing the people that come together you know when you get a bunch of people in a room that are like-minded and really are just out to make the world a better place by helping as many people as they can you really can't go wrong, and that we get them from all over the world, um, all ages. I mean, we've had from 17 to 80, you know, come through, and it is an incredible experience every time. That's fantastic, and I, I know I shared with you and shared with so many others, especially during the uh, leg, uh, the uh, trainer certification, 
that I always kind of felt uh, my whole life I was living on an island by myself and at some point in time, even under a rock, and occasionally I'd get out into a cave. But to be in that environment with other like-minded people that just had the same heart, the same passion, the same desire to make society, to make the world a better place, holy smokes. I mean, just giddy goosebumps. I'm getting goosebumps now just thinking about it. <laughs> Great stuff. It definitely an exciting thing. And, and, and Kanye, you've you know, been um, – go ahead. I'm sorry, David. Well, I was kind of real quick about this. Every class and all the ones I've been to, and I was privileged to be in the first one, first class all the way. But, Amen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but everyone's unique. That no class is exactly like the one before it. And so they all are unique. Unique experience. It, it is. It's always fun. Oh, that's fantastic. And, and, and you're, it, it, you're, you're right. I'm, I'm sure that everyone has their uh, unique qualities. But that atmosphere that, you know, people go in there, like you would mentioned, that first night, nobody knowing, everybody's kind of hesitant. What am I getting myself into? And then by the end of the thing, bang, it's a family. Fantastic. Exactly. So, Kanye, you've been with the Ziegler organization for some time now. As a matter of fact, uh, I know we spoke about this. I think you you called and we spoke on the phone years ago when I was kind of <laughs> trying to thinking about dabbling into this. I wanted to, but just the, the the stars hadn't quite aligned the way I wanted them to yet. Of course, they never fully align. We know that, but it just wasn't the right, right opportunity or right time. And now it is. And then now I can find out. Hey, this is this lady that had called me several times, and we had great conversations <laughs> on the phone. So you've been with the organization for how long? You know, um, I was volunteering. I was on after 2013. I think I officially came on in 2015. Oh, my. You've definitely seen a lot as well. Good stuff, mm-hmm. good stuff. And, uh, David, you're kind of brought in for the coaching, the Ziegler coaching certification. There was only a handful of us that actually stayed and did the extra couple days with that. And that that dove in even deeper, or a word that I picked up and put in my notes countless times. You guys always like talking about drilling down or digging down or getting down deep into kind of the nitty-gritty, especially with the coaching, to really bring out what the client wants. Would you care to elaborate on, you know, your goals with the coaching and everything you've been doing with the Ziegler organization with the coaching program? Kind of the coach's coach. Sure. Yeah. Tom and I started working together back in 2000. Well, uh, when he and Howard Park started doing a uh, small business owner workshop. And so, and then we came through and, and we had our first certification class. And Tom began talking to him about, you know, we've never done a coaching program. And uh, I know you've been coaching a long time. And he, he said, we've got people who really want to be a part of that. And what's cool about coaching, Chris, as you know, is that. A, a coach helps you drill down and self-discover that more capable person that lives within you and draw that out of you so that you can maximize that and go to the next level and, and be all you want to be so you can do what you want to do and have what you want to have. And and so for me, coaching is all about discovering who you are, who you want to be, and helping get there you know tom says we're like in the transportation business we take people from where they are to where they want to be and that's really what coaching is about and it's a co-creative process it's the coach and the coaching working together to discover 
that unique possibility and opportunity that, that is inside all of us that we can draw out. Oh, that's fantastic. And Mrs. Always Right, do you have any, any follow-up on that, or did he get that right? <laughs> you know, David has been coaching for so many years. He is just amazing, and I, I don't say that just because I happen to be married to him. You know, it, I tell people, you know, if you can't afford a good coach, to marry one. And so that's kind of what oh, I go, did. Go, go ahead and say that again for the ladies out there. If you can't find a good coach, what do you do? <laughs> marry him, you know. So uh, we've been very blessed. But David's been through more coaching certifications than he'll ever tell you about. He has more experience coaching and successfully coaching than he'll ever tell you about. So I, I tend to brag on him a lot more than he ever will. But it is. It is about drawing it out of you. And there's nothing more powerful than your self-discovery. I can tell you all day long what you need to do. I can consult with you all day long. But until you've discovered it for yourself, you're not going to implement and take action on and see those results that you want to see. So the power in, in, in coaching for the coach themselves is that gratification of, of knowing that you assisted somebody in being much more than they ever thought possible. So it, it's a win-win for sure. Oh, that is that is fantastic, folks. Hope you were taking notes. And, of course, if you're in your car, you can just rewind and listen to it a little bit later. I know Zig would always talk about rewinding the cassette tapes. Obviously, nobody has cassette mm-hmm. tapes anymore. But we've got something even better. You've got your on whatever device you're listening to this on. You can, uh, no, what do you call it, a bookmark a place. You can rewind it and do whatever you need to do. But that was fantastic. <clears throat> and uh, so a couple things I had wrote down, and it just kind of highlighted from some of the notes I took during the conference there. One was, a tree's fruitfulness depends on its rootfulness. That was from you, uh, Mr. David Wright. And, of course, the be, do, and have. You know, you got to be the person you need to be and do the things you need to do in order to have the things you want to have. But I think what you said about kind of drilling down, digging it out, and then, Kanye, what you'd said about in, if I if I tell you kind of what your problem is or how to fix it, it's probably not going to get fixed. But if you have that self-discovery, if you dig it, you know, you allow us to dig it out of you, that's when the real magic happens. Absolutely. Absolutely. Good. And uh, so, and David, with the, the coaching, obviously being a coach's coach, I know you're going to say it, and Kanye, I know you're going to say the same. Everybody would benefit from a coach. Am I right? Everybody should have a coach. You know, Rick, my favorite metaphor, you heard me use this, is how does the baby learn to walk? And of course, he falls down a lot. Maybe he or she falls down a lot. But there's always somebody right there to pick them up. And when we pick the baby up, what do we say to them? You know, we say, good job, let's do it again. Let's try that again. And the reality is that's how we all learn, is by someone coming along the side of us, encouraging us, helping us get back up and helping us do it again. So, yeah, I believe very much. I know the coaches in my life have made a huge difference in me. Uh, being able to, to go to where I wanted to go and grow. You know, Zig used to say all the time, you've got to be before you can do, and you've got to do before you can have. And a lot of times in our culture, we try to do first. And, and in a moment, I won't kind of speak to this, but she, she had a great aha yesterday. I think she put this on Facebook too, but 
So we really know what a coach helps you do is become. Who do you want to become? And that's really the definition of potential. Potential means the capacity to be or become more. And that's really what life should be about. Who can I become? How can I become more? And then this experience, who am I going to be afterwards? And so, Tanya, what was the quote you came up with yesterday? Well, uh, in my what we call two chairs time, and if you don't know what two chairs is, ask Rich or email him. He'll be happy to tell you what that is. In my two chairs time yesterday, you know, I, I'm, I'm thinking and contemplating it, and we're always trying to figure out, you know, what next, how do we go to the next level? And, and it, it really just was a download into my spirit that said, you know, try as you may, you will never be able to do your way into being. You, no matter how many activities you do, no matter how many certifications you get, no matter how many conferences you go to, no matter what level belt you attain, you you have to be first before all of that doing has the intended impact that it's supposed to have. Wow. How's that, folks? Yeah, I know. It's a, whoa. <laughs> and the two chairs, uh, that's a great book by uh, Mr. Bob Bodine, and he's going to be on a future podcast. So, folks, you're getting all kinds of uh, powerful hits here, and well, you're like the hits keep on coming. You know, my right hook of reality kind of giving it to you in the chops there saying, look, as Kanye just said, you've got to be first. doesn't matter what all you do if you're, not, if you're hollow inside, and that's something we talked about on, a, oh, I think it was two shows ago. And once again, if you haven't listened to the previous episodes, get your tails to download those and listen to them. But I talked about, I was, and I hate to ever say it was hollow inside, but there was something definitely missing on the inside. And I was trying to do all these other things, but being hollow on the inside, trying to fix things on the outside, there was no substance there. And then you surround yourself with the right people. And a term I use a lot, and I know you, you, you guys love this too, is weeding that garden, you know, tilling that garden. If you've got weeds growing in there, you're not going to have a fruitful harvest because those weeds are going to suffocate it out. So sometimes I was trying right. to put positive in, but I had so much negativity around me that it was just suffocating the, the vegetation and the fruits and all the beautiful things I was trying to plant in the garden. And I'm sure we can all relate to that. The guys, if, uh, exactly. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> the pause. There's a little delay on our end, I think. <laughs> And that's the, that's the, the, obviously we can only do things when we're long distances away on the phone here, but man, in, in studio, it's just so much power because you're just looking at the other person and just going back and forth. It's great. But, uh, back to the, 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 the B do have, which, uh, and, and David, I know you alluded to this and it was brought up numerous times. People talk about everybody wants success, which is great. You know, if you don't have an aspiration to be successful, and kind of what are, what are you doing? But everybody's interpretation of success is different. But I think what was really, really captivating to me was talking about significance to lead to a legacy as opposed to just being a success for yourself. Be a, a significant impact, have a significant impact in the lives of others and be of great significance to them. And you're going to leave a legacy that's going to carry on. And obviously, that's exactly what Zig Ziglar's done with. Uh, everything in his life and then through you and through Tom and Cindy and Julie and then the, I mean, millions of people you impact every single day. Could you care to dive in a little deeper on the significance and legacy for me, please? 
sure would love to do that. You know, we all want, want to be a success, and once we attain success, our definition of it, we, we start a lot of times. I know I was just working with someone the other day, and they were sharing their story with me, and they said they remember looking out a window and wondering, is this all there is? And and so what they finally discovered was, and Zig used to talk about this, we move from stability to success and then from success to significance. And the definition of significance is teaching someone else how to be successful. And so it, it's showing someone else the way. And so one of the things I like to talk about here at Ziggler is not only is there a way and do we know the way, we know how to show them and how to help you get there. And that's really what significance is about. And so, but once you get significance and you start showing other people how to be a success, you want to start looking at how do I leave a legacy? And a legacy is what lives on after you're gone. It's, it's the thing that people remember you for, the words you said. That, you know, with all of this book and, and CDs and videos and things, we, we have this great treasure that all that wisdom is still with us. And so his legacy continues to live on. And a part of what we do here is, is help facilitate that. But your legacy is that thing that, that speaks to the integrity and the character of who you are that lives beyond you. And one of the things Tom and I like to say is when you create a legacy, you create something that ripples through eternity. You create that thing that's going to touch the generation to come. So your words, your thoughts, your ideas, those principles that you instilled and invested in others, continue to touch the people that you'll never meet or know, but they're still having impact. Wow. Uh, anybody else out there got goosebumps? Son of a gun. And I, <laughs> during the coaching, we, we, we talked about it, and it was just as powerful then as it is now. And, Kanye, i got to ask, I know you've heard that countless times. Do you still get goosebumps when you hear that? You know, you can't get away from goosebumps when you're talking about a ripple effect through time. You know, it, it, there's just something very, it's a call to action within you that says, you know, I, I have the, the power and the responsibility within me to affect as many people as I possibly can, as they would like to say, with a positive message and a, of encouragement. And so knowing that I may never know the biggest impact that I have. Um, Henrietta Mears was Billy Graham's Sunday school teacher. And, and had she not been around, we, we wouldn't have had Billy Graham. But she had no idea how many millions of people that she was going to impact when she was teaching Billy Graham for God. Oh, and we never know. We never know the impact we're having on somebody. And that's why our, our team at the Martial Arts Academy, we've drilled in their head. Everybody's wearing a sign, and that sign says, make me feel special. Make them feel special. Yep. Make them feel important. Make them feel worthy. Because they, that's what people need. They need that sense. Mm -hmm. You treat them with that respect. Like you said, you, you never know. And I, I taught as a PE teacher for 11 years in, I don't know, sometimes eight, nine, ten classes a day. But every time I'd go out on the floor there, 
it was a new group of kids. I mean, yeah, I'd seen them the previous week, but it didn't matter if I've taught that same lesson eight times, nine times. It was a new group of kids, so I had to bring the energy and the passion. But my point is, I have no idea what those kids were going through at home, what battles they're fighting. If I could be a ray of hope or sunshine or inspiration in their life, you know, who knows who that next kid's going to turn out to be. They might be the next president of the United States or next uh, NHL superstar or the next great scientist. Who knows? But that little bit of hope and encouragement. Fantastic. Gosh, darn. You guys are great. (laughs) I love this stuff. Um, Goodness. Talk about a ripple effect. And then my listeners hear this all the time. Talk about, you know, the pebble in the pond. You know, it ripples out. Well, I, I don't know. Pebble's okay. But I like throwing a gosh darn big boulder in there and get those tidal wave ripples going, baby. And that's exactly what what the Ziegler organization and everything, uh, I don't know, the people that are part of my life now, I'm so honored to be a part of their lives because collectively we're working together. And what's the old saying? It takes a tribe, right? Absolutely. Takes a tribe in order to make this thing happen. So digging a little deeper with uh, the rootfulness, the fruitfulness, and moving on with, uh, uh, I guess, the coaching. We, we talked about, you know, and obviously every professional team, you know, football, baseball, hockey, basketball, whatever it is, they've got a head coach. And a lot of those players all have individual coaches. And I think at one point in time, Tiger Woods had a swing coach, a mental coach, a, a f- philosophical coach, a putting coach. I mean, I, he had a you know, six, seven different coaches, which were probably all telling him the same thing, but they were talking to him in a little bit of a different language to help him dig within himself to find that perfect stroke or that perfect balance. So back into the coaching with with, with people that are maybe still saying, "Ah, I don't know if I really need a coach. How's it going to help me in my life? Can you elaborate on that just a little bit more? Sure. One thing that does help us get past our limiting beliefs and that we all have those things that hold us back that, you know, I talked about it at our coaching certification. We all have that little voice in our head that whenever we see something or hear something, it starts going, oh, you better watch out or what about this? And and I tell people if, if when they hear me say that, uh, if you, you just had that thought that I don't have that voice head that's the one I'm talking about right there <laughs> and so but but we all have limited beliefs we all have a blind side we all have those things that we don't see and a coach helps us discover those things and deal with them so that we can move forward and take the limits off you know it's kind of like a hot air balloon I don't know I used to live in a city where they had a hot air balloon festival every fall and so it was cool. You could go out to the to the fairgrounds out there, and you could actually get in the basket and a hot air balloon. And they would they had it tethered, but you come up off the ground about 10, 15 feet, you know. And it was fun and cool. But some of the times, that's the way we live our life. We never cut the tethers. And what a coach does is help you realize what's holding you down and restraining you. So that you can cut those tethers so that you can be free, truly fly, and go to the next level and, and, and take that ride that's actually amazing because you never know what you're going to see and what you're going to experience when you do that. So that's, that's one thing because it does help us get past that. And then the second is accountability. 
we all need someone there that, that will hold us accountable to, to what we said because our willpower, as you well know, is kind of like a battery. It, it's really strong in the morning, but about 8 o'clock <laughs> at night, it doesn't have a lot left. <laughs> and so we, we need somebody there just to walk with us, to hold us accountable, and to help us get to where we're going. Oh, wowzers, wowzers, wowzers. Kanye, any follow-up to that? I know there's no rebuttal, but any follow-up? <laughs> <laughs> no, there's no rebuttal. Um, you know, Tom Landry's got a quote that I'm going to butcher, and but the, the main effect of it was, is I'm here to make people do what they don't necessarily <laughs> want to do to be the person that they never thought they could be. And, and so it really is pushing you to do those things that you just don't, Nobody wants to get up in the morning. I mean, if you're looking for a physical coach or something, nobody wants to get up in the morning and do push-ups, and nobody wants to get up in the morning and, you know, and it's after school, and, no, I don't want to go to practice today and, and all those things, but they all want to win. So it, it's about how much do you want to win. And so it, it's, you know, you got to practice. you got to go out there, and you got to do those hard things that you don't want to do to have that over-the-top experience of that enjoyment, the fulfillment, and the winning. That was fantastic. And, of course, folks, everybody knows I'm a huge Cowboys fan. Any Anytime you can throw a Tom Landry quote at me, fantastic. I actually had that <laughs> in my notes here, so spot on. Just essentially helping or encouraging or, or pushing people to do the things that they don't want to do, but they know they need to do in order to get the results they want to get. Wow. Bang, yeah. bang, bang. And, and David, I, I just was looking over my notes while you were talking there. Coaching means carriage. Uh, kind of a medium of transport. Some notes I took from your 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 session there, and then stagecoach is a journey or stage a journey to a destination, and that's exactly what you're talking about, leading people, and that's what we're doing here. Not only with the Kicking Life podcast, with the Ziegler Legacy trainers, with the coaching, and anybody that's out there, kind of spreading the message of positivity, spreading the message of hey, let's in the Kicking Life. The whole essence of that is not if, but when the world kicks our butts. I'm here to motivate and empower you to get back up, you know, to kick you back up if need be so you can live your best kicking life. And I like to say kicking life is not just a good life, not just a great life, not just a spiritual life, but it's the best kicking life you can imagine with all those aspects tied in together. You know, all the legs of the table are fully balanced. That's a kicking life. That's it. Boom. And we and it is a journey. You don't get there all at once. Uh, although we wish we could, we wish it was like the drive-through with the, you know, your favorite <laughs> little burger stand or taco stand or whatever. But life's not like that. It's a journey, and um, and so when we have those people that are willing to come alongside of us and take that journey with us and help us be the best we can be, either the best version of ourselves. Wow, that makes such a huge difference, and. Uh, Tanya and I reconnected with one of the guys that I mentored and coached about 35 years ago and and just reconnected with him recently. And I just, when I look at him and hear him talk today, I get goosebumps every time just thinking, wow, look what, look what God's done with him. And look how those seeds have, have borne fruit in him. And look where he's been able to go because of it. And the fact that I had some just little part to play in that, 
It's just so satisfying to know because I know I fulfilled my mission by doing that. And and as, as Tanya mentioned a minute ago, my mission is to touch as many people as possible with a transformational positive message in any way I can. And so when when we get to see the fruit of our life, so to speak, man, that is priceless. There's nothing like it. That's what gets you out of bed every well said. Oh my gosh, that is fantastic. And, and, and I think a big point on that is, um, well, utilizing your God-given ability, that's, that's your God-given ability. That's your gift from God. And, and oftentimes yeah. people stumble through life not knowing what their gift is. And that's where the two chairs, I think, comes in that Kanye mentioned earlier there is um, sitting down and reflecting, asking, you know, what am I meant to do here? And it's, it's not easy. And it, the biggest thing I started thinking about when you were talking there, David, was the, uh, the, the infamous legendary pump handle, you know, pumping water out of a well. And how at first, you're going to have to pump, you know, you have to put something in first. You got to put some water in to prime the pump. And then you got to pump and pump and pump and pump. And it's going to be a lot of work up front. But once you get that water flowing, you just got to keep a steady stream going. So it's a lot of work up front, but you can't stop. And oftentimes I think that's another aspect of coaching and just being around the right people. They're going to continue as a stagecoach and getting you to your destination, but then and beyond. Because if you get there and you get complacent, well, what happens? That pump goes dry, right? You got to start the process all over again. Good stuff. Good stuff. Kanye, how about, uh, um, you got anything to add to that? That was that was pretty awesome. No, I, I really think that uh, if you think that you don't need a coach, please don't try to me in a year or two about why you're not where you want to be. <laughs> now that's a right hook of reality. Bang! Hashtag that baby. Right hook of reality. You just took one in the chop, folks. Bang! But in the part of the coaching yeah. though that I think we left out is they've got to be willing. So David, even that that gentleman you uh, was was speaking about. 35 years ago, if he wasn't willing to accept the message or willing to do the work or willing to allow you to dig in deep, nothing would have happened, right? Exactly. And he, the, one of the things about him was he's still coachable today. Oh, that, 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 but he realized that, that's what helped him get to where he was at. That's the beautiful so, word, coachable, coachable. Yes. Got to be coachable. Nice. So, sorry, I was thinking like, uh, you know, if you're going to plant a garden and we tell you how to do it and give you the seeds, you've got to actually be the one to go <laughs> till up the garden, get the weeds out and plant the seeds, right? That's a big part of coaching. Well, and it, it too, it, it reminds me of uh, something Jake used to talk about. You know, there's an old Chinese proverb that states that the journey of a thousand miles starts with one step. And and Zig added on to that. He said, so every day we just have to get up and keep stepping. Oh. And so that's really that's really the essence of it. If we're going to achieve anything in life worthwhile, we just got to get up every day and keep stepping. And, you know, Zig had the thing he did called a block in a mailbox. I was hoping you'd touch on that. So Thank when you. He, <laughs> <laughs> when, he, when he started working on his physical his body and getting healthier, he started out and he said all he could do the first day was a block. And the second day he did a block in a mailbox. And the next day he did a block in two mailboxes. And soon he was doing two two blocks, four blocks, five blocks, you know, 
pretty soon he was running several miles a day. But he just built up to it. His point was he just kept getting up every day and doing just a little bit more, just a little bit more, just a little bit more, and being just a little bit better. And that's really what it's about, guys. It's just getting up. It's amazing what we can accomplish in a year if we just get up every day and do just a little bit. Wow. And my listeners hear me talk about that all the time. A journey of a thousand miles starts with one little step, but Zig liked to follow up with, and then one more step. And then the block in the mailbox, I'd heard that countless times, read that countless times in the books and the audio recordings from Zig. But uh, (laughs) when we're at the conference there, everybody kept saying, bam, and block in a mailbox, or or, yeah, block in a mailbox. And uh, I I was thinking it was (laughs) brick for whatever reason, you would put a brick in the mailbox, go out to the mailbox, and, and I'm thinking, how is that bam? That's brick in a mailbox. So it's brick. I don't know what in the world I was thinking, but it didn't connect until, Kanye, I think we were talking. <laughs> and I'm like, that, I think that was about the time you introduced me to what a square was, too. So it was a very good self-discovery on a, a brick in a mailbox, a block in a mailbox, and a square. <laughs> it was a very educational day. Uh, you know, I think we should probably commemorate that one. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, Kanye, I've given you credit. Uh, I don't know how many people I've shown the square to. Now, they weren't as excited <laughs> as I was. They, they weren't as excited as I was. Uh, they, they didn't. It just wasn't funny to them. But me, it was like, no, which way do you have? You hold it this way or this way? No, it's a square, Rich. No, is it this way or this way? No, it's a square. Yeah, I, I don't get it. Oh, it's a square. Well, you know, if I had had my own moments of being dense in, in, in certain cases, I, I would, I could, you know, I could count them on, I don't think my shoes and socks off. But, you know, the, the whole thing is, you know, that's where Grace is, and that's where we're all friends, and we all, and I wasn't going to out you on that one. You know, you totally outed yourself on well, that We even one, did a video so. on it, which, folks, I'll, I'll air later today, uh, the video so you can see, actually, <laughs> put a face with a voice of uh, David and Kanye Wright and Mrs. Mrs. Always Wright. So you'll see the video. And yes, she was very humble and very, I outed myself on that. But now I know what a square is. But because of that, thinking you went there and you, that's all you learned? No, it's so much more. But because of that, I have now shared that with so many people. And I'm talking at least a dozen. And like I said, nobody's nearly as excited as I was about it. Like, oh, yeah, it's a square. No, oh, come on, get into this thing. And uh, the, the teenagers, especially my kids, like, Dad, they just, <laughs> well, anyway. They're like, yeah, Dad, we've known that we could do that with our camera for a long time, Dad. <laughs> well, Welcome my, to the 20th my 10-year-old showed me what that uh, portrait thing is, so we were playing with that the other day. So next time I see you guys, I, you probably already know, but if you don't, maybe I can share the portrait thing on your iPhone with you. <laughs> so there we go. <laughs> well, good stuff, guys. So um, it, we're, we're, well, we got a few more minutes here. Obviously, I never got to see Zig live. Uh, matter of fact, and I shared with you both, I, living under a rock for all those years, I had no idea. I'd never heard of Zig Ziglar until, unfortunately, after he passed away. And I was listening to a webinar, and this uh, lady that was conducting the webinar, she was fantastic, and she just kept bringing up Zig Ziglar quotes. And I'm like, what the heck? So I had to look it up, and the first book I got was Better Than Good, uh, the audio book, and in the car, and the listeners hear this all the time, the kids would they'd get in, normally just Linda rock and roll and whatever else, and they would get in, and uh, Zig's playing. And they're like, Dad, what the heck is this stuff? 
So then the better than good was the last book that he narrated. So it was a very, very slow. And, uh, but anyway, life's never been the same since, and it's much, much better now, but you guys had a chance obviously to meet, greet and hang out and talk and, and learn from Zig himself. Is that right? Uh, yeah, you know, I started out, Zig taught a Sunday school class at, at uh, he started out at First Baptist Dallas and then he was at Westernwood here in, in Dallas and then Plano. And at the time, um, I'm a little bit younger than his contemporaries were. And so I was this 19 year old girl sneaking into the back of this, this Sunday school class with all these salesmen and, and entrepreneurs. And so I would sneak in. The, I mean, there were literally hundreds of people in his Sunday school class. It was uh, as big as a lot of normal churches in his Sunday school class. But um, yeah, to, to listen to him and, and he was everything off stage that he was on stage. There was, there was nothing about him that was contrived. There was nothing about him that was just for show. He was who he was. He was kind of an introvert off stage um, because he was constantly thinking, constantly preparing. You know, he would tell you he spent three hours every day reading and studying. And because he really wanted to get as much into himself and that, so that he could pour it out into others because he lived by everything that he wrote and, and believed in. So, yeah, Zig was, yeah, he was wonderful. I mean, and, and anybody who met him would tell you that he was exactly who he said he was. He, he did exactly what he said he would do. In fact, the block in a mailbox that you were talking about came out for him out of the, at the top, out of the book that he had written. And, you know, he said he was getting ready to publish that book. And he looked down at this waistline that he had, and, and he said he could just imagine somebody poking their finger in his waistline and it sinking <laughs> in like the Pillsbury Doughboy. And, you know, it was Ziggler, do you believe what you write? And that convicted him that he's telling everybody you can have everything you want in life if you'll just apply yourself and set your goals and help enough others. And so that really convicted him. And so he was not going to publish anything that he did not firmly believe in, in his heart. And it, it was wonderful. And we've been talking about the, the hey, Ziggler, do you want to look like this? <laughs> and what he said, this, this fat body or the guy in the jockey shorts commercial? <laughs> Jockey Shorts Shorts Yeah, that he put up in his bathroom, you know. He committed a committed a cardinal <laughs> cardinal sin by tearing that out of a magazine. <laughs> That's <God>. right. <laughs> Golly. But he hadn't read Ann Landers yet. So that's, that's, oh, that's right. That's Landers. right. That was the follow up. <laughs> he hadn't read Ann oh, Landers yeah. yet. Good stuff. But David, but how about that's you? Sir? It. Oh, oh go ahead. I'm sorry, Karn. Sorry about that, Kanye. No, I was going to say, you know, he would he he did everything that he espoused, and so he if he's going to tell you to do it, he's going to do it. You know, there's a lot of people out there, and there's a lot of there's, I mean, you can go to the library, go to the bookstore, and you've got self help from here to Kingdom Come. And a lot of them have just regurgitated what they heard. Of course, he always got accused of stealing what he had from Jesus, and he said that's all right. I know him for friends. So you know, but it's principles that he followed and he tested out it, it wasn't just something that he was trying to sell wow good stuff david uh you got to follow that up i don't know how but uh good luck 
Well, yeah, Tonkin, Tonkin got taken to a Sunday school class. I never had that opportunity, but, but, uh, I, you know, I saw Vic live a lot and he just his genuineness and his ability to come out. It, you know, you go to big events where you've been to them and, and the last event I saw Zig at live, uh, before he stopped traveling, there, there were probably 20,000 plus people there. And so they've got all the video sound and the music and everything going. And here's Zig Ziglar and it's, yeah, he comes out on stage, all that quiet down. And then there was just this, this guy telling you his story. And all of a sudden, all the fanfare faded away. And he talked in a way it was just you and him. That's the way it felt. And all of a sudden, he realized, wow, listen where he came from. He's just like me. He's been through the same things I've been through. And he had just this great ability to connect with an audience, to make you feel like he was talking just to you, and to help you realize that, hey, if I can do this, you can too. And it really challenged me to be better. Every time I hear things, even to this day, when I read something, study something, listen to something, it always challenges me to be better at communicating and connecting with that person I'm working with or talking to with the group I'm speaking to. And he just, that, I, I feel that kind of like we're, we're talking about the philosophy of the truth. I still get pills thinking about it. <laughs> And uh, and so I, and Tanya and I were talking about it the other day, and we, we set this goal for us this year, just to work on being better at telling stories. How can we tell stories in a way that we connect with people that helps them know that they can create a positive change in their lives that will make a huge difference for them and their families and those people they influence. That's that's fantastic. And, and storytelling, that's obviously something that, that all of us, especially uh, speakers, coaches, want to work on. And uh, Chris Widener, I've got an opportunity to work with him for the last 18 months. He you know, was close to the Ziggler family and did a uh, TV show with Zig. He was on the podcast not too long ago, and I had asked him about storytelling because he's got 21 books out. And, I mean, they're all great books and just good, good stories about about the essence of storytelling. And his whole thing was, you want to know about storytelling, just pretty much read the Bible because Jesus was the best storyteller on the planet <laughs> ever. And because uh, he was able right. to connect with messages. And I was like, oh my gosh, how profound is that, right? So that's the, uh, and it, <laughs> I like what uh, Kanye said there about uh, uh, somebody said you took that from the Bible and <laughs> Six says, that's okay. Jesus and I are close. <laughs> that's good yeah, stuff. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's good stuff. Oh my goodness. So, so guys, uh, I mean, maybe if you can share what a blessing it is to, to be able to do what you do, to be able to be a part of an organization like the Ziegler organization, to be around, you know, his, uh, Zig's kids, Tom and Julie and Cindy. And then, uh, Lori majors is, uh, like, like a, uh, a kid there. Cause she's been there, what, 35 years or something. Fantastic. And just walking into that place. So listeners, you have an opportunity to attend any type of Ziggler event there, just just make it happen. It is fantastic. You walk into something that's just electric when you walk in, but also extremely inviting. So 
share with the listeners how blessed you are to be able to do what you guys do and to surround yourself with the people you surround yourself with. Well, I, you know, it's like I was hearing before, when you, when you see how people's lives change, it, it's just amazing. And a lot of times, I, I was talking with one of my clients, and this kind of speaks to it a little bit, and he, he was laughing, telling me, he said, uh, a couple years ago at one of our Sigler uh, homecoming events, he said, I was there, and Tanya walked up to me and said, you know, David gets more out of these coaching sessions with you than you do. And, <laughs> and so many times, I, after a coaching session, I'll walk back in the room, and she'll look at me, and she'll go, yeah, you got more out of that than you did. And I said, it's just amazing how God works when we're talking and, and sharing together like that, I do. I get as many ahas for myself as the client is getting. And so for me, it's just a powerful, powerful, powerful thing that happens. And what what an awesome opportunity is while we're creating our own legacy to help continue the legacy of Zig Ziglar and the message that he brought. Uh, that, you know, if we just help enough other people in life get what they want, we can have what we want also. And I didn't say that right at that time. You'll have to correct that. <laughs> but, That's okay, David. Our, our listeners it, it, hear it every it, single time. They've got it memorized. <laughs> okay, good, good. But just, just to, you know, Tom and I connected. I'll tell a funny story about Tom. Tom and I connected back in 2012. I've gone to a workshop in Nashville, Tennessee, where he and Howard Partridge was doing the first business owners workshop together. And uh, Warren Gwynn, the last book Dick wrote, Tom and Dick co-wrote together, had just come out, and I went and got one and went to have Tom sign it. Well, Tom had spoken that morning, and uh, I was sitting down front, kind of stage right, down front at a table. And so... After Tom spoke, I went to get my book signed, and he said, dude, you've got such a great smile. I love your smile. He goes, I was up there talking, and uh, he goes, everybody's just staring at me, but you were smiling at me. And he goes, so I just kept looking at you, and, uh, he, and he signed my book. David, you've got a great smile. And uh, I said, well, thank you for, for noticing that, Tom, but I'm already in a relationship. <laughs> and, <laughs> and he loved that. That was so funny. And so he and I became great friends right then. And so it's just been fun working together uh, with everything we've done and seeing people's lives change. That's what it's about. Wow. So Kanye you know, also had to throw down with Tom before you ever met him, huh? <laughs> <laughs> nah. Yeah. Um, sweet. And the, the, the thing about David is, you know, he's got all these romances out there so I have to share him a little bit but it's just because he's he's kind of a product of, of everything at Sigler. you know when you're genuine when you're operating in your sweet spot when you're doing what you know you've been called to do and that helps other people do what they've been called to do you can't help but be magnetic and that's why that you know you talk about the atmosphere in this place you know, this wasn't the original office. 
Um, so, and when we moved, we, we, you know, we had some trepidation about moving and, and there were lots of reasons why we needed to move. And, you know, we, we finally got everything in here and we got everything set. And, and Lori said, no, this one feels the most like home. And we really have honored Zig and, and not just kind of memorialized him. You know, you kind of look around, it's, it's got a little bit of a museum quality because, you know, he's decked out everywhere. But it's, it's a living, kind of a breathing thing when you're helping create that legacy and, and that ripple effect. So that's the whole point of everything at Ziggler. And that's what gets, you know, the staff at Ziggler gets as excited for each class as you guys do. And it is because we know you're going to go out and, and just fulfill your mission to help other people. And there's just nothing more gratifying than that. It just doesn't get any better. Oh, I, you guys just making me, ugh. Lost for words here. When, when am I ever lost for words? Holy shnikes. Good stuff. Well, I'm thinking, you know, Born to Win was uh, Zig's last book. And because it says, everybody is born to win, you know, die with the seeds of greatness. And Tom followed it up mm-hmm. with choose to win. Because, yeah, you're born to win, mm-hmm. but now you have to make the choice to actually get out there and do what you need to do in order to win, which kind of brings us full exactly. circle back to what we initially started talking about was the coaching. You know, choose to win, but choose to surround yourself. And, if, folks, if, you know, for whatever reason coaching isn't for you, that's fine, but make sure you keep doing what we're talking about here. We think it's for everybody, but plant the right seeds. Listen to this podcast, sharing this podcast with others. Listen to the Ziegler podcast. Tom Ziegler is going to be on uh, the show in April. And then Howard Partridge is also going to be on in April. Continuing to, I'm bringing in the guest because I want to plant the right seeds in your mind. I want to keep giving you that right hook of reality. I want to keep doing everything I can to help you live your best kick in life. Because if you feel better, just like Kanye and and David have talked about here, you're going to go out and make somebody else feel better. And then they're going to in turn hopefully make somebody else feel better. And that's that ripple effect. It's not a pebble in the pond. It's a boulder in the pond. Come on. Boom, boom. Absolutely. Well, guys, golly, thank you very much. I can't believe that the hours flew by this quick, but uh, it, it's, it's been incredible, absolutely incredible. And I'd love to have you guys on again in the very near future. I know you're busy with uh, everything in the world and your schedules are tight, but uh, uh, I thank you so much for, uh, for taking the time. The listeners, I know uh, listeners, like I said, share this with others because you're going to help in, empower somebody else. You know, they're gonna, maybe they're having a down day and you say, hey, check out that podcast. Boom. That's a big thing that's going to help. And we can be found on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcasts from. And of course, check out the Facebook page, Kicking Life with Master Grogan. And then our Instagram channel continues to grow as well. Uh, the last couple shows, I've offered to send out uh, the Ziggler little book of big quotes for the first five people that acknowledge us on uh, our Facebook page. And like I said, don't leave your address there. We'll private message you that, uh, you know, once you connect. So just say, hey, send me that book or I love the show, and we'll send a couple of those out to you. Those those books are fantastic, aren't they, guys? Those uh, little book of big quotes. They're yeah, all they're over all... our house. <laughs> they're all over your house? <laughs> yeah, I think I bought, I don't know what I... By 50 or 100, I don't remember how many I bought. I got a big box that came in the mail the other day. But uh, holy smokes, they're just good. I've given a few out here to the producers at the radio or at the uh, recording studio, and uh, it's just good stuff, good stuff. 
Well, guys, do you have a little send-off for our folks here, our listeners? Uh, uh, we've talked a lot, but just one little last kick in the tail to maybe help them make that final push that, I don't know, uh, to check out uh, the, the Ziegler Foundation Corporation, to check out uh, the Two Chairs book by Bob Bodine, so they can understand what we're talking about there. What is your last little send-off? Well, find and never know who you're going to touch. So our influence matters. So don't ever, ever think that you don't matter. You matter. And there's somebody that you're going to touch today that's going to make a difference in their life. And like Leo Bastogna said, you never know what a smile, a touch, a kind word, a gentle helping hand will do for somebody. And so we all have the opportunity to make a difference every day to go out there and change somebody's life. Man, good stuff. You know, and mine for you guys would be, you know, the the sin of the desert is knowing where the water is and not sharing. So go out there and if Zig's impacted you, share the podcast. If Zig's impacted you, share that. If somebody else has impacted you, share that with those people who are in need. And don't ever, ever, ever be afraid to share good stuff because A, there's enough pie for everybody. There's, everybody can get a piece of the pie and you want to share that. And a rising tide is going to raise all boats. And that's really what happens when you help enough other people get what they want. You end up getting what you want. So don't commit to send them to the desert. Share, share the information because you want to send that good stuff around. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And folks, you got to hear it twice. How do you get everything in life you want? By helping enough other people get what they want. Now you heard it three times. <laughs> we had to finish with that. Well, guys, thank you so very much. God bless you, and thank you for being on the show, and thank you for just doing the wonderful, wonderful things you're doing. Thanks for having us. Oh, gosh, yes. Thank, thank you, Rick. You're very welcome. Well, folks, thank you so very much for taking time out of your busy day to be with us. As a reminder, I'm going to give you everything I've got each and every show because your time's valuable, the most valuable thing on the planet. And I'm going to dig deep inside myself. I'm going to have the best guests. I'm going to continue doing as much research as I can to bring you the best content. As a reminder, I love you. God loves you. Please get out there and share that love with the world. And until we talk again, you get out there and do your best. And I promise you'll be your very best. God bless you. God bless your loved ones. I can't wait to chat with you again real soon. Have a great day, everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you very much, everybody, for listening to another exciting Kickin' Life podcast. This is Master Rich Grogan, your Kickin' Life guru, reminding you you can find our podcast online at kickinlifepodcast.com or through iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcast. Tune in next week. Another exciting show coming your way. In the meantime, you get out there and do what you do best, and I promise you'll be your very best. Have a blessed day, everybody. Talk to you real soon. This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.